yeah, I want to welcome you to 650 Rock Talk. Yeah, it's been a while, but we got to come back and talk about rock. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, <laughs> like my little auto-tune test, I was saying it was, it's been a while. But welcome to 650 Rock Talk. And yeah, I took a little break, had some stuff going on, and I'll I'll kind of talk to that during this episode. But uh, episode number six, okay, honestly, didn't think I'd make it through, you know, to number six. You know, it's been a while, so you guys probably didn't think I'd make it to episode number six, but here we are. Here we are. And my cat says hello to everybody here. She is quite the talker, especially when I'm trying to make a podcast. But with that said, kind of got a, a lot on the schedule here. We're just going to talk about some stuff and, and, you know, just, I don't know, play some music maybe because we are talking about rock and we're talking about things that, you know, are happening in the rock world. But, uh, very special guest today. We've got Mr. Pete Classen of Stryker, a band out of Canada. And looking forward to doing the interview with him. Uh, he's got quite the resume, which we'll talk about. But um, he is currently, he's the new bass player for the band Stryker. And if you have not heard them, they are on Apple you know, on iTunes, they're probably on Spotify. They're everywhere. They're on, you know, YouTube. You can Google, see some of their videos and stuff like that and check them out. But uh, Pete has got quite the resume himself. Um, I was introduced to him by the vocalist of the band Calaveras, uh, Mr. Doug Wilson, who, by the way, they just finished up a run of shows in Japan, last show being... Uh, in Tokyo at the Wild Side, and I'm assuming just based on posts uh, that they had recently on their social media accounts, uh, there's going to be a music video coming out. So be on the lookout for that. But yeah, you know, Doug introduced me to Pete, and Pete, you know, obviously he's got a busy schedule. Uh, he's got to learn all these songs uh, for Striker and. You know, he's kind of switching gears in some of his former bands, which you'll find out he was uh, primarily the lead singer, lead vocalist. So uh, it's kind of a change up for him, but he's very talented on the on, on the bass front. So I'm sure when it comes to bringing the rock and all that stuff, you know, there's 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 no loss of talent there. Um, but looking forward to, to hearing what he's got to say. And, you know, we're going to play some songs. Uh, so with that said, you know, let's get right into it. You know, we've got Calaveras, uh, like I said, they just finished up a run of shows in, in Japan and obviously we've shown them a lot of love, uh, over the course of, you know, our show. And I think, you know, we, we, we have to obviously continue this trend. And so with this show... Uh, we're going to play the song, let's see, let's go with Enemy today, all right? Enemy, 
which is off their record, Hell Will Decide. And this is a great song. I'm sure you could probably uh, check it out and give it some love as well. Uh, but uh, I'm a big fan of everything so far that they've done. And hopefully we can get a run of shows here in the States, uh, especially here in the 650 area uh, or close by. And we'll see. You know, maybe we got something in the works. Don't know yet. But check it out. This is Enemy by Calaveras.
Enemy by Calaveras. Yes. All right. If you haven't checked out Hell Will Decide, I'm going to say it is a killer record, kick ass, and, you know, it's definitely worth purchasing, checking it, checking it out on Apple Music, whatever your platform of choice is. I think it's on Spotify, all that stuff. It's on YouTube. So, you know, you can you can check it out, but a lot of good jams. It's nine songs, all solid rockers, uh, you know, so definitely worth checking out. But love those guys. Uh, sending a shout-out to Doug, Tim, Ken, and Hero. You know, from the looks of it, it looks like you guys put on some good shows. Uh, you had a couple backup singers on this last round of shows so uh looks like it was pretty rocking looks like in the pictures the the crowd was just going nuts all right which is which is what you want you know when you're in a rock band you want you know people to kind of you know get excited i guess but um yeah so with, with that said it's been a while you know trying to put everything together to talk about stuff but you know um, this is what I'm going to call the ASMR uh, portion of the show. It's a new segment. Uh, it's where you just kind of listen to cool, soothing sounds. And this is the soothing sound of eating chips. Yeah, so that's uh, the thing. When you have a podcast, you can just kind of do do whatever you want. Um, but yeah, ASMR, you know, it's kind of popular nowadays. I guess you know it's um, a little interesting to me, but I mean, not my thing, obviously. But it is a thing for some folks, and uh, yeah. Well, anybody seen Avengers Endgame? Yeah, good movie. Let me spoil it for you, all right? A lot of people die, a lot of superheroes, and then some people come back, all right? Some people come back, um, but some don't, and there's a lot of fighting, uh, some lasers and, like, you know, little blasts of energy coming out of people's hands, a lot of suits that have, like, you know, special powers, and a lot of people have special powers, and uh, yeah. It was a good movie. I thought it was pretty good. I, I didn't think Thor was going to die, but, you know, that's, I guess that's what happens, you know. But, yeah. So that was my spoiler special for <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Um, so something weird, you know, when I was when I was shopping, I'm really not weird, I guess, but um, I noticed walking through Tarjay, um you know, the, the, that one store, uh, that's pretty popular everywhere. Uh, as a child of the seventies, uh, we used to have these action figures that were like, you know, eight inch, uh, 12 inch action figures. Um, you know, that were like Batman, Aquaman, uh, Robin, you know, and then you had all the bad guys and all that stuff. I had tons of those things. Uh, the Mondo action figures. Well, apparently they're, they're making a comeback. And walking through Target, I noticed that there were 
Um, they had a bunch of Mondo action figures. Uh, some of them were like Charlie's Angels, Happy Days, and Star Trek. They had a little set of Star Trek figures. Pretty badass. I'm like, geez. Well, yeah, I didn't know these things were making a comeback, but I imagine if you're out collecting these things now, if you hold on to them for a few years, they're going to probably be worth something because the ones that came out in the 70s, they're like mint condition, you know, still in the package. Those things go for quite a bit. But me, when I was a kid, I, you know, I played with this, with them, you know, so I destroyed them, totally destroyed them. And with that said, let's go back to our ASMR segment of eating chips, all right? We got everything this episode. It's been a while. We got auto-tune. We got ASMR. We got an interview, right? We got The Rock. We're bringing The Rock. Um, you know, so we're talking, it's been a while. A lot of good stuff has come out uh, on the music front. And let's just go take a trip down my Apple library here, see what's in there, see what's new. All right, you got Sting. He's got uh, a new compilation CD which I'm assuming is all re-recorded stuff, but it's called My Songs. So I got added that. Uh, Hot Water Music. Uh, legends in the in the punk realm. Uh, they're back. They got an EP, Shake Up the Shadows. Got that on my playlist. I got a throwback uh, from the 90s. I got Tripping Daisy. Have you heard those guys? Remember them? All right. They got the, you know, the, the song was pretty big on the radio. I got a girl. Uh, so that's in my playlist. Uh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, this is for the good old new wave of British heavy metal fans out there. Diamond Head. They're making a comeback. I guess they never really left, but uh, they got a new record coming out here this month. On the 24th. And if anybody from Diamond Head hear, listens to this podcast and hears this free plug, please... Uh, I don't know, you can send some love my way, like hook me up, like, you know, with VIP when you guys come here to the San Francisco Bay Area and play a show. Love to meet you guys. All right, love to talk to you. But they've got a new record coming out here in a few days, uh, The Coffin Train. I listened to a couple of the tracks that are out right now in my, in my car. I listened very loud, had it turned up, and it's actually pretty freaking good. So... Add that to your playlist. It's online, all right? Uh, you got a leak of a new No Effect single, which is apparently on the compilation from their Punk and Drublick uh, sampler, uh, their European sampler, and it's called Scarlet O'Heroin. It's actually pretty good. Sound quality sucks. I don't know if that's what it sounds like on the actual release, but it sounds like somebody was playing the, I think it's a 7-inch or a 10-inch record, uh, but didn't do a good job recording it. So, yeah, so there we go. Hey, for all you Morrissey fans out there, he's got a new record coming out. Uh, California Sun. Yeah, don't hate me for having some uh, mods on my playlist, all right? 
Uh, let's see who else is on the playlist. Oh, well, okay. You you can stop subscribing to the podcast if you don't like this, but I'm not going to play it. All right, obviously, because I don't want these guys to sue me. But Blink 182, they've got a new single out. Blame it on my youth. All right, definitely not what I was expecting, but I think you know some folks might like it. But they got a new single out, which uh, it's different. All right, I'm just gonna leave it at that. But I'm going to assume that at some point here, really soon, uh, they're gonna have the entire record posted somewhere. Uh, death metal band Possessed, they are back. Revelations of Oblivion. It's the new record. Check it out. It's pretty heavy. It's all good. Uh, let's quickly go through here. Ah, 10-foot pole on the punk side. Uh, they've got a new record out, Escalating Quickly. And yes, that escalated pretty quickly. Uh, that's 11 songs of punk rock goodness. So if, if you miss those guys, 10-foot pole, go ahead and check it out. A lot of good stuff. You got Bracket from Fat Records on here. Too Old to Die Young. Good stuff. So they got their new one on there. Here was a surprise. All right. If you're into ska, ska, all right, pick it up. Bucko 09 from Southern California. They've got a new record out. Fun Day Mental is the name of the record. Just came out. It's out there. So check it out. Pick it up. Pick it up. All right. Uh, who else is on? Ah, here's one. Since we've got a, uh, we've got the bass player from the band Striker from Canada, uh, Danko Jones, also from Canada, who has a pretty kick-ass podcast, a lot better than mine. So if you love podcasts, go check his out as well. Uh, he's talking about rock on his, but he's got a new record out. And Danko Jones, if you're listening to this podcast, you're awesome. And his new record, Rock Supreme, which was a surprise to me. I didn't know he had a new record coming out because I, I feel like he just had a record come out last year, and he probably did, but this one's actually really good as well. So... Uh, the first song that I saw the video for, Dance, 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 good song. All right, great song, good video. So check his new record out, Rock Supreme. Uh, Sublime with Rome, they have an EP out. Check them out. Punk Rock Legends, Bad Religion. Uh, their new record, Age of Reason, is out. It's, it's awesome. Obviously, the, you know, no real change in their sound. I mean, they sound like bad religion is supposed to sound. So, you know, it's good. 14 songs of punk rock goodness with them. And it's all good. So, ah, and then one other last thing on my playlist here that I'll get to uh, before I change gears here. But L7, their record Scatter the Rats is out. So check it out. If you're a big fan of L7 from the 90s, they are back. And Scatter the Rats is the new record, and it's all good. So make sure you check it out. And then, of course, I'm a big fan of Godzilla, so don't hate me when I say that. But uh, there is a single out 
they somebody redid the Blue, Blue Oyster Cult song, Godzilla, and the singer from System of a Down is the one singing on it. So it is pretty badass. But, you know, Serge Tankian is the, the one singing on it. So it's different. It's not what you expect. But I would say check it out. Uh, and then finally, we got the band Enforcer. Uh, their new record, Zenith, is out. Uh, so a lot of good stuff out there. And then Striker, of course. You know, they're going to be on the show. And, uh, you know, I figure let's play something from them. And then let's go into, you know, the interview shortly afterwards. But uh, their record came out 2018. This is Striker, S-T-R-I-K-E-R. And this is their record play to win. It's out on iTunes. You can see it on Apple Music. You know, everywhere else you can find music, but they've got uh, some some big tour stuff coming up, you know. So uh, be on the lookout. Like, now, you know, I, they've got, uh, you know, some shows in support of Death Angel, Bay Area Legends, Thrash Metal Legends. Uh, but they're they're playing in support of Death Angel, and they're going to be playing here locally at the DNA Lounge, and that's on May 19th. So that is just, like, right around the corner. So if you're listening to this, and it's before May 19th, get your tickets and go check them out, all right? And then after that, all right, uh, they've got some shows in support of the one and only Steel Panther, uh, it looks like they're playing uh, in Canada mostly, um, but, you know, that's going to be a great run of shows. So, you know, you got shows all over in June in Canada with the one and only Steel Panther. So make sure you check that out. And then, let me see, there is one other run of shows I want to mention here and it is with Holy Grail Bewitcher and of course Striker so that's going to be a great run of shows and that's coming up I was I was trying to see if I can find uh, the listing of shows for that but ah here we go all right, those shows in support of Holy Grail. If you haven't heard Holy Grail, it's awesome. Bewitcher rocks too. Uh, but those shows are going to be in July and the first part of August. So uh, looking at the dates, uh, no San Francisco shows. Bummer. Uh, but we they do have some shows in San Diego, L.A., Las Vegas, SLC, Denver, Colorado, Chicago, Detroit, Boston, Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Richmond, Asheville, North Carolina. All right, to my North Carolina peeps. Phoenix, El Paso, Austin, Dallas, Houston, Orlando, Atlanta. Uh, and then, of course, they've got some Canadian shows. So Montreal, Toronto thrown in there. So uh, check them out. All right, so those shows are with Holy Grail. And that's going to be, that looks like it's going to be a long run of shows there. So 
check them out. The the run with with Death Angel is going to be uh, going through Oklahoma City, Lubbock, Texas, Albuquerque, Phoenix, L.A., and San Francisco, and those are all May dates. So Oklahoma City, uh, today is the 14th, so they're playing there tonight. So if you're going to go, if you went to that show, because by the time this is posted, that will have already happened. If you went to that show and the show in Lubbock and the one in Albuquerque, I'm sure you got rocked and you're like, you left the venue going, oh man, who, what was that band? Striker. Those guys are pretty freaking awesome. All right. So yeah, that's what it is. And that's who those guys are. I'm talking to their bass player. All right. So without further ado, let us get to a song from Stryker. So you just kind of get an idea of who these guys are. But this is the song Head First by the band Stryker. Check it out. Only here. Wow. Okay. They probably play it on other radio stations, but playing it here on 650 Rock Talk. All right. This is Head First by the band Stryker.
right, that was Striker head first off the record play to win. So if you get a chance, check them out on tour. They're opening up here in a few days for Death Angel uh, at the DNA Lounge in San Francisco. So if you hear this and you live in the area and you're like, hey, I wonder what's going on and I got nothing to do on the 19th, I'm going to go check out Death Angel and I'm going to see this band Striker that everybody's talking about. Well, I'm talking about them, and they're badass. As you can tell, that was a great song, all right? No denying that, all right? But like I said, they got a lot of dates coming up. Support for Death Angel, support for Holy Grail, and, of course, support in Canada for the one and only Steel Panther, all right? Shockers up, everybody shockers up, all right? But, yeah, let's get right into it. Like I said, uh, you know, obviously you've come to expect a little bit of, you know, uh, technical difficulties with this show. Uh, and I promise to not let you down, okay? This is not going to be a perfect show. Never is. But uh, let's, let's, okay, we got one more ASMR segment. All right, let's go. Well, Mr. Pete Clausen, he is the new current bass player for the band Striker out of Edmonton, Canada. And let's go right into this interview, right? Uh, hopefully, barring any issues with uh, technical issues, uh, you know, we, we're not going to lose connection with him or anything, but he may not be able to hear us very well, you know, because I don't know. Yeah, the way we we've got the setup here, it's kind of rinky dink. But um, like I said, you know, greetings to Mr. Pete Clausen. Uh, all six of our listeners here that keep us going strong in this episode would like to welcome Mr. Pete Clausen. He currently plays bass in Edmonton, Canada-based heavy metal band Striker, who you just heard, and their latest release, "Play to Win," was released in late 2018. But as you'll find out, he's also got quite an impressive rock background. So, you know, Pete, thank you for coming on the show, and we'd like to welcome you to 650 Rock Talk. Hey, thanks for having me, and a big hello to all your listeners. All right. Well, you know, I said, you know, welcome and you know, let's get right into it. Thank you for taking uh, the time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. Um, you know, it's very much appreciated. You know, I'd like to quote Stryker's Facebook page from April 11th. So last month, uh, 2019, uh, they said, we are very pleased to announce that the mighty, mighty, they, they could have used, you know, uh, talented, but they said mighty because fucking mighty, you know, is a strong word. So the mighty Pete Clausen, formerly of the Japanese shred wizards, Silex will be shredding up the bass. Shredding. And those sexy backing vocals. So he, he doesn't play on the current record. All right, this is just me adding in some stuff. But he, but he is playing live in support of this record. All right. 
Uh, they go on to say, many of you have been asking, and now that we have a tour to announce, time to meet the guy who will be providing the low-end thunder. The low-end thunder. So the bass. He's bringing the bass. All right. Looking forward to eating way too much barbecue. Mm. All right. Sounds like they're a band after my own heart. And doing sports with Pete around the world. Some more tour announcements on the way. Shred. But I kind of filled you in on what they've got on the plate right now. And Pete, again, thank you for being here. Uh, you've got quite the rock resume. You're currently playing bass in Stryker. Uh, previous to that, you were in bands like Silex out of Japan and the band Tokyo Spandex. Both of these bands, you know, again, based out of Japan. So, you know, tell me what led to you breaking into the, the music scene in Japan and kind of what your, your background is, uh, you know, altogether. You know, what, what led you to go to Japan? Because not too many people really, uh, you know, just say wake up one day and go, hey, I'm going to go to Japan. I mean, but, you know, tell us about it. The Japan thing, right. Well, oh, geez, it was easily 15 years ago, I guess. Um, I just happened to make a Japanese friend in a small town that I was living in. And um, he liked heavy metal, and obviously so did I. So we got to talking, and um, one day I was kind of like, hey, is there metal in Japan? And he proceeded to show me a whole bunch of uh, wonderful heavy metal acts from Japan. And there were a couple of in particular um, that I got really excited about. Uh, Anthem, Sex Machine Guns, um, X-Japan, Saber Tiger, uh, bands like that. So I got really excited about these bands, especially because, um, for one, they weren't singing in English. So it was kind of this exotic language mixed with heavy metal it was uh really neat to my ears and uh, just the approach to songwriting in general is uh, a little different you know where we might um syncopate when writing music they might not um it might go in a different area and it was just uh the chord progressions and stuff were a little different um so i uh i got pretty excited about it as something new and uh I just got this crazy idea, you know, I'm I'm going to learn Japanese and I'm going to go to Japan and rock. Um, that's pretty much how it went, I guess. Now, looking at some of the videos on YouTube of you with your other bands, and I'll play some songs from Silex and Tokyo Spandex, but uh, you've been mostly the front man. You know, you're the, you're the charismatic front guy, the lead singer. So what led you to pick up the bass job in Stryker? Obviously, you're multi-talented which comes in handy, you know, in the music scene, but um, how'd that kind of play out? Yeah, that's right. Um, a majority of my music career has been mainly a frontman or a lead vocalist, lyricist uh, sort of gig. Um, but uh, this time, you know, I'd kind of left a lot behind in Japan and it was time to come home and I'm thinking, you know, really, what am I going to do with music um, when I get back to Canada. <clears throat> so uh, it just so happened. The timing was incredible. Uh, Stryker had parted ways with uh, their old bassist, William Wallace. And um, it just kind of worked. Um, I knew the guys from years ago when uh, I used to play in an old band on the bass guitar, actually. 
in um, Alberta, Canada, and Stryker was just starting out. So we kind of all knew each other. Um, and uh, I just kind of called him up. I was like, hey, can I try out? And it just seemed to work out really well. Um, so it's really cool to pick up another instrument again. It's been a while. Uh, we all sing backups in Stryker, so um, there's still a lot singing to be done um so it it's really great and i i um i've always really respected what dan does with his vocals in striker um i think he's a great singer so uh it's um i feel good about you know supporting his vocals in the band and you know playing the bass player role it's a it's a, it's a bit of a interesting change for me Cool. Now we we kind of lost you there a little bit. Uh, must you know? It's one of those technical difficulty things that we always have here on the uh, show. But uh, you've got quite the touring schedule coming up in Striker. So you've got short tour opening up for Bay Area Thrash Legends, Death Angel, like I mentioned a little bit ago, followed by tours with Holy Grail and Sunstri- Sunset Strip's own Steel Panther. Love those guys. Um, what are you guys calling it? The 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 summer of shred? I mean, that's that that's badass, you know. <laughs> summer of shred, yeah. But what else do you call it, really? I mean, three tours packed into the summer here. It's gonna be full of shred. Uh, I think I can speak for all of us when I say that we're really excited to, for um, for all of these um, bands to go on tour with uh, Death Angel, Legends of Their Craft, a huge act like Steel Panther. It's gonna be a great time. Holy Grail just rips. Um, it's a bit of a crazy schedule, sure, but I mean, that's what we live for, right? Live to shred, man. So seeing how you've spent a lot of time in Japan, if you had to choose, uh, what would have been your favorite venue to play while you were there? Yeah, um, to be exact, it was uh, seven years in Japan in total, I suppose. Um, so there's a lot of gigging all over the country. Um Favorite venue, that's kind of tough because it uh, depends on what the favorite part about it is. Um, I would have to be stuck between two, I think. One of them I played numerous times. It's a place in Kawasaki, just out of Tokyo, called um, Club Cheetah. And it's a rather large venue with a nice big stage, um, huge sound system. It's Pretty legendary venue. Lots of bands from abroad play there as well. Um, And it's really nice inside. Nice big two-floor backstage. And it's just... um, It's great to have a nice big event there. And, um, you mean, stand on the stage that almost every other act that comes to Tokyo plays on, right? Um, So either there or... There's a much smaller venue in a neighborhood called Shinjuku, and it has just got the most rock metal vibe. Um, you go downstairs, it's, it's a little bit beat up looking, but it's got posters of all these um, underground bands around Japan all over the walls. Um, and you get inside, and the whole inside where the stage is and where the crowd is, it's all black bricks. And it's got a few crazy looking pictures hanging around and stuff. The staff there, great people. I love those guys. Um, We've performed there with numerous different bands, um, even just session concerts and stuff. And the place is called Wildside Tokyo. Um, If you're a band and you're looking to go to Japan and play a gig or two 
and um, you're you're not quite at the level where you're booking huge places. Um, if you want a venue that's got about mm, max two hundred people, I guess. Um, that is definitely my recommendation. Very cool place, cool vibes, and uh, sounds pretty good in there too. Uh, so yeah, Club Cheetah in Kawasaki or Wildside Tokyo in Shinjuku are probably my two faves. Awesome. Now we've got a mutual friend in Doug Wilson who's in Calaveras, whose band just actually just played uh, at the Wildside. So I can see it's one of your favorite venues, and by the the looks of the the photos I've seen on their social media, uh, it was a great show. So for the bands that are kicking it on the Japanese club circuit, and I think you kind of hit it, you know, um, you know, a little bit with your response just recently, you know. But the ones that are just you know hoping to to bust out, you know, internationally, um, you know, do their thing. What, what would kind of be your advice to them? Oh yeah, Doug. Actually, it's funny. Um, I met Doug at uh, we had a Tokyo Spandex rehearsal in Shibuya, and he was kind of out in the smoking area there, and we just kind of struck up a conversation. That's how I met him. So it's funny. Uh, I know his bass player too, who you played in another band that I uh, we gigged with in Tokyo. Um, Tim, great bass player, cool guy. Uh, originally from LA, I think. Um, and uh, so, so the small world thing's crazy how you run into people even on the other side of the world like that. Uh, and now here I am on your podcast. Uh, so thanks, Doug. But um, underground bands hoping to bust out internationally from Japan. That's a good question. You know, um, it depends on who you are and who's in your band. If you have somebody in your band who can speak English, that's huge for Japanese bands, of course. Um, get rid of the language barrier. Um, I would also say, though, any chance you get to get out of there and play anything, even a one-off gig, just do it. Take it. Um, unfortunately, airfare is expensive, so I would say save your money the best you can. Um and if you can, get on an agency, um, a tour booking agency that will book shows for you. Um, and uh, then you can get out there and, you know, get your music out to other places. But, uh, I mean, it's great gigging around Japan. It's fun to tour the whole country. Um, many beautiful places to see. Lots of good food to eat. Um, lots of great fans. Uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun, but, um, to take your band to the next level. Yeah. You really got to jump on any chance you get to, um, to take it out of your home country or where you're living and uh, you just get out as much as possible, I think. Uh, and of course the internet now is such a valuable resource for any kind of underground or amateur bands or, uh, you know, even, uh, professional bands as well. So I would say just connect, connect, um, and uh, take any chance you can to just jump out of there and get right in it. Now, I'm a fan of Canadian of the Canadian music scene. You know, bands like Danko Jones, The Creep Show, Propagandi, great punk band. So uh, those are all at the top of my list. But are there any bands, you know, obviously besides Stryker, uh, that you would recommend uh, checking out? I mean, what are you into? Oh, wow, that's really cool to hear that you dig the Canadian scene. Sure, we've got tons of great artists up here, I think. Um, so this is my chance to plug all my friends' bands, right? 
Yeah, do it. Okay, let's think of a list for you and your listeners here. Recently, there's a couple of uh, good traditional metal acts coming out of uh, Western Canada here. One called Traveler, who actually features the ex-ex-bassist of Stryker, Dave Arnold. Another one I would recommend is called Riot City. Their new album, Burn the Night, is seems to be tearing up the traditional metal world, too. Um, heading out east, you've got Skullfist and Cauldron, who've been at it for a while. Very good representation of good Canadian metal, I think. Um, and recently, there's a band coming out of Calgary, Alberta, called Ravenous, which I would uh, suggest checking out as well. And those should keep you busy. Nice. So I noticed that you guys... You know, I talked about this before, but you're opening for Death Angel at the DNA Lounge here in San Francisco. I saw Green Day there about, I don't know, 12 years ago, maybe. Uh, free show, uh, but it was awesome. Uh, is there anything that someone going to that show should expect to take away from seeing Stryker? If it's their first time seeing you guys, which it, it probably will be uh, for, you know, some of the Death Angel fans. But, you know, that's Part one of the question, but also, have you been to San Francisco before? And if so, what kind of touristy things are you looking forward to doing? You know, I'm just down the road. So if you, you know, want to, you know, give me a, give me a shout out. I'll, I'll show you around. All right. But what are you looking forward to? And, you know. The DNA Lounge. Yeah, I'm stoked for that venue. Um, it'll be our last stop as direct support for Death Angel on this tour, and it will be my first time in San Francisco, so I'm up to suggestions. Um, definitely want to grab a couple of beers. If you've never seen Stryker before, what can I say? Get ready to shred, bud. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks, uh... Pete, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk with me. You know, obviously, best of luck on your upcoming tour, and I hope to see you guys at the Death Angel show. Or if you're here for, like, you know, more than a day, um, you know, hit me up on on Messenger and stuff like that. But are there any closing words that you'd like to, you know, leave for your fans or anything additional that you'd like to talk about or or mention uh, before we wrap this up? Um, but again, thank you for taking the time out of your schedule today to talk. Hey, to thanks for having me here, man. I appreciate it. It's going to be a good tour. We'll see you in San Francisco. Have a brew or two and some shred. Catch you later. All right. Well, thanks, Pete. You know, uh, it is tough to do one of these interviews kind of remotely and, and, and stuff like that. But, you know, we appreciate your time and I know you're busy. Because uh, it took a while to to link up and do this, but you know that comes with the territory, especially if you know you've got some uh, a back catalog that you've got to learn before going on tour with a band that you just became a member of. Then you know you've got you got a, a, a tough road ahead of you. But I th- I think and I'm confident that uh, you know you're going to be able to pull it off, and I'm looking forward to it and some of the listeners if you're in the san francisco bay area the dna lounge on the 19th with death angel striker is going to be in support make sure you check them out uh yeah it's gonna be awesome but you know one of the other bands that pete did play with 
and I'm going to give them a shout out as well. But uh, let's see, let's see here. What would be a good one to to listen to? Let's uh, let's go with Tokyo Spandex, and these guys are out of Japan. One of Pete's bands, and this is one of the bands that he was a singer, where he's the front man. So uh, it's definitely band you want to check out if you get a chance but this is summertime love by tokyo spandex summertime lovers Me too. 
let's keep it going. That was Tokyo Spam. And this is Silex, the other band that uh, Pete fronted. This is Silex standing on the grave of yesterday. Let's keep it going.
Yes, Silex. So, two in a row from Pete Klassen and his a couple of his former bands, Silex and Tokyo Spandix. All right, so check them out. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, both great bands, but also check out Striker. Like I said, they've got a huge tour coming out, and they're going on the road in support of their record, Play to Win. And with that said, all right, let's go ahead and wrap things up for this episode, episode number six, 650 Rock Talk. We we did a lot of stuff. You know, gave away some Avengers Endgame spoilers, talked about some other little stuff, played some songs, and had the new segment, ASMR segment. And we talked to Mr. P. Klassen of Stryker, bass player, extraordinaire, bringing the thunder. All right, bringing the thunder. And just so you know, some upcoming stuff. We got Teenage Bottle Rocket playing at the bottom of the hill on May 22nd. Looking forward to that. All right. Uh, this is a free plug, but if you like spicy hot sauce, Gringo Bandito is my go-to sauce. And they've got the spicy yellow sauce that just came out. And ah, my cat is getting crazy. She needs to get down off the, the table here and stop eating flowers. But again, if you're a band, if you're a local metal punk band in the San Francisco Bay Area and you want us to play one of your songs, reach out to us. All right. Firebase Music, Firebase Records uh, at gmail.com. You know, catch us on Instagram, send us a link to your music, say, hey, Play our stuff, and I will play your stuff. If your band has members that are veterans of the U.S. Armed Forces, let us know. All right, we'll definitely plug your band. Uh, give you some love. We got the Bash Festival coming up in San Jose on June 15th at Santa Clara County Fairgrounds with Rancid, Pennywise, Suicidal Tendencies, and L7. Shit, just take my money. All right, take it now. All right. And just like every other time, right? Yes, we do have technical difficulties on this show quite a bit, a lot. All right, who who are we fooling here? We're all, you know, trying to figure this stuff out. But we're six episodes in, and we're we're getting a little bit better. But don't be afraid to put yourself out there. All right, people are going to criticize you for it, but be fearless. All right, support your local music scene, independent record stores, you know, the the online independent record stores like Interpunk. And other places like Fat Records go to their websites, buy their stuff, all right? Support them, all right? But, you know, that said, I've got a lot of stuff going on, so I'm sorry for having the, the long breaks in between episodes, but I've kind of got my military retirement career transition thing going on. So uh, tied up with that, and it, it does take up a lot of time, but I'm still trying to follow my passion, which is supporting the rock scene and plan playing, you know, new undiscovered songs for you all that I think, you know, deserve to be heard because, you know, there's not a lot of venues and not, not a lot of places where you're going to hear, you know, a lot of this music. But, you know, you will on our show because 
you know, we're we're all about supporting the rock. But check out Striker when they go on the road. You know, when they're when they're doing these dates with Death Angel. Death Angel, shout out to you guys. You guys rock. Love you guys. All right. Um, if you hear this, if anybody in the band, Death Angel hears this, let me know. Just, you know, maybe say during your show, like, hey, 650 Rock Talk, you guys fucking rock. Thanks for mentioning us. And then going to like fucking, I don't know, you know, any song, just pick a song. Just It'll be like kick ass. But anyway, you know, big horns up for those for Death Angel and for Striker for supporting them. I mean, that's fucking awesome, you know? And I'm sorry to swear, but, you know, it is what it is. But let's close this out. Thank you for listening to 650 Rock Talk, Episode 6. And we'll try to have Episode 7 probably out sometime next year. Or maybe sooner, hopefully. Got to work on those guests, you know? But we're going to keep it going. Keep it going strong. 650 Rock Talk. This is Ben Vicious. Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you later. Peace out. Peace <laughs> out.